And welcome back to another episode of Donut Squad Radio, your one-stop shop for news, chats, and reviews on the nerdy world you love. My name is Adrian, and I am here with my best good pal and co-host, Colin. And together, we'd like to say to all who come to this happy place, welcome. Colin, say hey to the people. Hey, guys. I'm really excited for this one. I'm really excited. I am also very excited for this one. Um, I feel like we always say that because we get excited about all of our things, <laughs> but too. this, uh, this movie that we got to go see was very good. Yeah. And I'm very excited to be talking about it with you today. Um, so we, of course, are talking about Gardens of the Galaxy volume three, which came out, what was that May 5th? May 5th. Yeah. Came out May 5th. Yeah. We saw it that weekend, which was, uh, we saw it eight days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are very happy to be recording today because I was out of town last week. I'm out of town the rest of this week. So we're sneaking this episode <laughs> we're in. like, when are we going to fit this in? Because we have to talk about it <laughs> soon. Yeah. So, um, but I say we just dive, we just dive right into it. Dive straight on in. All right, cool. Well, what were your initial thoughts coming out of the theater? My initial thoughts, um, obviously, like it, it emotionally wrecks you. Um, this was this was one of those movies, and I think I've said it on this podcast before, but like, I rarely, you know, like cry in movies, and that's not even me being like, oh, like, Ugh, I never cry or anything like that. It's just it it takes a special movie to really like hit me that way. Yeah. Um. And this movie, there were multiple scenes that are so sad and almost I I I almost dread ever watching again. Like like that. I think that's that's the big thing that I came away from this movie as like I know I'm going to watch it and want to watch it again because I really did like it. But there are going to be so many scenes in this that I'm going to just be like, I don't feel good. Like, I know exactly what you mean. Like, there are there are like cries that are cathartic. And mm-hmm. like, if I watch like a like a indie movie, that's very mm-hmm. emotional. You know, it's like that's a like a, re- a release. This is this movie like tore me up in knots. And before I move on, I've been really bad about this. Spoiler warning for Guardians oh, yeah. of the Galaxy Volume 3. <laughs> yeah. We haven't we said are, anything too much. Dude, <laughs> too much. We, yeah. There are so many episodes where we just we go just right dive in. Right if anyone's I'm new so to this sorry, show everyone. and they're like, oh man, I can't wait to get a spoiler-free review of this movie. And then the biggest <laughs> biggest spoiler is right at the beginning. Um, Vader's Luke's dad. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. What? So, um, yeah, I mean this is a different kind of like for me it just like hit my emotions differently and it was so like i was crying a lot more because of just like how messed up it was and you know for other reasons than that but anyways dude this is your initial reaction it genuinely would no like it it actually like i have never i've never been this person to like 
look at products now, like like look at products to see if they like test on animals or anything like that. Yeah. After this movie, I am now that person. Like actually like, like certain things that I have, I've now actually like researched if they are tested on animals because shit hit me really, really hard. And obviously this is like, this movie takes that to the extreme, but still it is, it's beings that, you know, aren't able to fend for themselves and people take advantage of that. Yeah. Incredibly brutal ways. Um, and like, even thinking about it, like I'm getting like choked up about it, but like it incredibly, incredibly sad moments, but some really, really nice payoffs. Like, oh, amazing payoff. And yes. Very heartfelt payoff. Yeah. Um, where it wasn't just like very clever. Mm-hmm. I think it was, it was full of emotion and full of heart and one of my biggest takeaways of this movie was how much the whole cast and crew, uh, but particularly James Gunn truly cares about these characters. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it, um, and that's, I had a, a few different emotions that led me to being a puddle in my seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of them was just like that feeling of like, love in within like this the creation of this movie but then at the the final scene just knowing that that's the end of it yeah and they're all celebrating but i was just like this is sad yeah i know <laughs> right it's like it's like even though everyone got a relatively happy ending it's still just like why, why am i still sad yeah <laughs> you know what i mean but yeah Dude, like, I mean, I, I really liked it and we'll, we'll obviously go deeper in and stuff, but I'm, I'm interested. I I know that you liked it too, but like your mm-hmm. initial reaction, what would you come out of the theater thinking? Um, so I remember being very, I was very happy throughout the movie. Cause it, you know, like you're going to see a movie that you have high hopes for mm-hmm. and you might have like, maybe that like little, like not in your stomach of like, Ooh this isn't going as well as I thought it was going to go. Right. And then you kind of realize like, like maybe you're, maybe expectations were too high or something like that. Mm-hmm. I never had that feeling during this movie yeah. from, from the get go. I just had this like very, I, it was like I could exhale. Cause I knew it was um so well put together. So well yes. written. Yeah. And again, like, there was just so much heart put into this movie yeah. from everyone from the actors to, you know, all the creatives behind it. So Dude, it goes back to, it's amazing what happens when you let one person tell their story It and all the way through. We'll get into, we'll get into <laughs> James just, Gunn a little bit more, yeah. but, um, but I mean, yeah, to your point, it really does like, goes to show that you know if you give someone creative freedom with some characters especially some new characters Mm -hmm. they're 10 years old now but you know new at the time when we didn't know who the guardians were no one had any expectations for star lord or rocket raccoon or anyone but you know it's it's amazing what someone like james gunn can do with a bunch of you know pretty much no name heroes Mm -hmm. and make them the most beloved 
comic book characters of definitely this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, my, so yeah, my reaction was, I mean, I walked out, I think I looked at you and I said, top five MCU movie I've ever seen. Um, it's incredible to me. And I, I don't think I make too many of those. No, you don't. You don't. And that's why I was so like, whoa, okay. Like, <laughs> I think, it, yeah. And I haven't sat down and like looked at my MCU ranking mm-hmm. since it came out, but I'm trying to think of what else would be up there, but. I mean, it's easily like in between the top five and 10 if it's not mm-hmm. in the top five. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean, it just hit me in places that it, it, it was a very, it was an emotional ride, but not in a easy way to pull off on their end. Right. No, I think I, I know what you mean. There's like low hanging fruit to make people cry. And mm-hmm. this went a whole different route and honestly a little bit of a bold route for the MCU. Mm hmm. Um, and I was so surprised at how this movie, went. I was like, I was surprised that the folk, like I knew the, we were going to get a lot of focus on rocket, mm-hmm. but I think one thing having him unconscious half the movie was a big shock. Yeah. And I think every single character, I was surprised at like the route they took, um, and but very like pleasantly surprised with how deep they went into everything right um like i guess we can kind of transition into the this we'll, we'll do like a brief synopsis of the yeah. movie just to jog our memories of everything mm-hmm. but right off the bat we see peter quill and he is on the struggle bus and mm-hmm. he's like you know drinking away his problems and it was it wasn't even like in a funny way no where it, 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 and thank god but you know it was in a very real way and like honestly a hard hard thing to see and like Mm -hmm. he's just in the bar by himself and rocket comes in with the zune um and he gets all pissed at rocket for i think that he was mad because he was using his zune right yeah yeah yeah. it was like give me the zune and then um it was just yeah to see star lord kind of taking the whole gamora thing that way and the way the way all the characters reacted you know like it was sort of a regular occurrence i was just kind of set the stage yeah i kind of set that stage for us to be like damn like you know peter's struggling right now like he's yep he hasn't gotten over gamora and like i guess we i i guess thinking about it i didn't expect him to but i didn't I didn't know how they were going to show that. I didn't know if it was just going to be sulking, but like seeing him going to like alcohol was interesting to me only because I feel like they don't, I feel like they didn't touch on that in the, not that they would, but in the holiday special, I feel like we were seeing a different Peter. You know what I mean? Where I was like, I was like, I I almost wish that they had alluded to it somehow. Like he was, you know, always had a flask in his hand or something like that during that holiday special and was like like drinking way too much eggnog. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Something, something to show a transition from the Peter Cole we left off with um, at the end of Endgame and 
Well, well, even yeah. even in Thor: Love and Thunder, man, like he, he didn't see he seemed put together still. I, yes, and I think I think the reasoning behind that is like one thing that wasn't a James Gunn project, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's true. We we see like James Gunn is gonna handle this character a lot differently and he's gonna i think he's gonna think you know thor love and thunder we're we're looking at thor and the guardians are just there and they are like the touch point of like last time you know last time we saw thor he was with the guardians yeah um so it's like uh you know we see how they're interacting and then how they you know go their separate ways so i think that wasn't really you know, obviously the point there, but I know, mm-hmm. I know what you mean, even a small yeah. touch, but I think just like James Gunn has, you know, that attention to detail and wants to, uh, you know, really flesh that issue out. And then with the, mm-hmm. the holiday special, you know, I can see why they just maybe want to keep yeah. that as a fun, like <laughs> yeah. we'll let our MCU fans watch this every Christmas and yeah. let's know. not sprinkle in a little bit of alcoholism. <laughs> yeah, there's, <laughs> like, there's enough of that to go around during right. the holidays. Right. Um, yeah. That was a dark joke, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, uh, I agree with you. I, 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 I see the, I see how it played out. Yeah, yeah, but but also like, you know, they have that they do have that great moment where it it wasn't just this wasn't just to show like, hey, we're going to have we're going to have Star-Lord be like an absolute drunk and in shambles and shit like that and it's going to have no payoff because they actually at least do something with it where Peter later on is like, you know, maybe if I hadn't been drinking. Yeah. You know, it, this wouldn't have happened to Rocket. Like he yeah. has that, he owns that of being like, you know, I'm supposed to be the captain and one of my best friends is on his deathbed right now because I was there mistake. to help. Yep. And I, yep. I, was... I think I'm glad we got to see that. And I'm mm-hmm. also glad that they're not taking this, like what Peter's going through um, very lightly because I love Thor and I love his story arc of finding out that he's still worthy regardless of yeah. X, Y, and Z that happened during Infinity War and since Infinity War. And like I love that storyline, but I hate I I think it was a lost opportunity and it, it could have been a lot deeper like this, mm-hmm. where you actually see that and it's not made of a, a joke, and you do get to see how despite, you know whatever you know problems or like mental health issues you're dealing with yourself you're still worthy you know Mm -hmm. and so like to see them play that out with peter a little bit in a different way yeah but to take it seriously and take trauma seriously and because if you know imagine like losing the love of your life but then they're still there right yeah i want nothing to do with you yeah i think like i think it was it was worth kind of showing that darker side and like showing how he is you know coping with that mm-hmm. so i i i love how this movie made me one second have you know these deep emotions about whatever maybe that or rocket or anything and then the next i'm like like belting out one of the biggest laughs i've had in a movie theater yeah. in the last however long you know 
Yeah, the the humor the humor in this obviously it's, it's James Gunn, so it's usually like it's it's sort of like Taika's way of going about it, where it's sort of just like let's throw a bunch of jokes at them and see which ones mm-hmm. stick. This movie in particular, uh, compared to the first and second, I feel like a lot less of that because of the source material that they were dealing with because mm-hmm. of how serious they were going for it. Like they obviously still had a decent amount of jokes um, and some really good ones too. But I feel like a majority of this movie was being pretty serious. Like and it- they, they didn't, they almost didn't want to. And, and some would say like Taika kind of should have had a little bit more seriousness in it. Because it actually so. set up stakes for all these characters. Yeah. And I like went and then and like that's not to say that this wasn't riddled with humor. Yeah. Because right. this was hilarious. And what and the thing is, I think the humor was a lot more calculated and they mm-hmm. they didn't take as many liberties with it. it. Like they they chose when to have those funny moments very, very carefully. Right. And they saved all the best jokes for those moments. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, yeah. While I'm thinking about it real quick, this has to do with this a little bit. Mm-hmm. I stayed away from trailers for this movie. So I had a, I had a, I don't, I, I don't know how I haven't told you about this. I didn't watch the last like two trailers for this movie. So That's I probably smart. <laughs> I went like- into this movie not totally blind, but yeah. I had only seen, uh, you know, some of the trailers. So a lot of the, there were a few jokes that I, since seeing the movie, went back and watched the trailers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I am so glad I didn't see this trailer because that joke hit so much harder because that was the first time. Like, right, right. Like, uh, it's like, we'll go in there and we'll kill them all. It's like, no, we're not killing anybody. <laughs> just one guy is like, just one stupid just guy that no one loves. loves. <laughs> yeah. And like, I hadn't heard that <laughs> until we were in the theater, but then I saw it was in the trailer, but it was hilarious. And then when they get to the planet and Drax hits the kid with the dodgeball. Yeah. The basketball, <laughs> yeah. I, that was the first time I saw that too. So I didn't see it coming and I thought it was funny. And see like me, even like seeing, seeing the trailers, like those ones hit for me like crazy. Yeah. The, the one that I will say and I don't even know if the, it was the trailer that ruined it, ruined, ruined it for me or if I just didn't really love the line. It was between uh, Nebula and Peter when he's like looking at her. And, oh, yeah, and like yeah. Gamora is like, it, sound, it, it sounds like the person you were in love with was more like her. And they have that whole thing of like, yeah. knock it off and stuff like that. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's just Nebula that I just don't care for, but like, that was one that just missed for me. Like it, when when I saw it, I was like, Ugh. it didn't. I I yeah I that wasn't one that hit necessarily too hard. But I also saw mm-hmm. it. I saw that trailer. So yeah, that yeah, one yeah. that one I um, had seen before. But while you're on the topic of Nebula, mm-hmm. I've never really cared for Nebula either. I never mm-hmm. dislike her, but mm-hmm. no, no, me neither. Except when she was like in I think Guardians One, she has that great delivery of Thanks Dad. Thank Dad. And she's Thanks, yeah, yeah. Dad. Just I just watched that on that's I watched it on the plane last week. <laughs> um 
But uh, I never really cared for her either until this movie. And I really like her in this movie. Mm. And I, I love how in the midst of Peter kind of spiraling and then Rocket is unconscious, everyone kind of looks at her as the leader. And she's like, right. why? What? Like kind of like the um, the reluctant hero kind of mm-hmm. story or like archetype. And like she um, she was much more endearing in this. I and totally still, agree. Yes. Still really rough around the edges and like mm-hmm. really needs to learn how to interact with people. But you yeah. can see she's learning. Yeah. Right. And that made uh, that made her so endearing to me. I I like and I'm I'm glad I finally like her because the actress yeah, same here. She seems really cool as well. Mm-hmm. So happy to happy to see that. Um to get into the synopsis a little bit. Um so one thing I loved how they opened up almost a cold open with uh the acoustic version of creep creep yeah and and like everything happens with peter and then like at that the ending of the song like they're like carrying him and so it was just such a it was a it was Mm -hmm. a really cool very guardians opening um but then we're thrown into adam warlock coming in (laughs) and just wrecking all of nowhere and another another like throughout this movie james gunn is multiple times because he knew he knew fans were expecting somebody to die he almost like fucked with us like over and over again in this movie yeah like this right here anybody could have died like i was looking at the way he was like the way he like just breaks the crap out of Nebula, just breaks her jaw and everything like that. I was like, whoa, dude, like, hang on. And then Drax basically like is <laughs> almost dead too. He's like getting beaten to a pulp. Yeah. And like at any point at any moment, I was just like, oh my God, like they're just gonna start off with killing someone. <laughs> yeah. And they they did a great job at keeping us on our toes mm-hmm. all that and then Groot was just ahead and thank god yeah. he grew back oh fast. my gosh that would have they could have done some funny stuff with it it and made they, me and feel yeah i felt a little a little ugh. it was uh, <laughs> like you know it. what i mean i don't know man yeah i'm so <laughs> glad he grew back i'm so glad he grew back but like yeah the little spider head <laughs> and i gotta say this is it might be my second favorite or favorite version of Groot. Oh man, yeah, yeah, I I think so too. And um, it's a toss up between this and Baby Groot, but I think this might be taking the cake. Adolescent Groot, I'm glad you're gone. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Let me tell you, he had I his like, moments. He had his he moments. Um, but I guess we're calling this like Groot in his twenties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and like what one thing that I've seen like TikTokers like talk about is that like everybody wondering why why Groot looks this way when the fully grown Groot we knew in the first one like was sort of like a slender, you know, more you just like a taller like a Groot. Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah. Was that like technically this Groot is that Groot's son? It's not. He's he's not like a new. I I'm, I'm sorry. He's not just a regenerated version 
of the first Guardians group. He's mm. literally the offspring of that group. So he's going to grow differently. Is that like a fan theory or is that? I think that's a fan theory. I'm I'm going to guess. Because in my head canon, yeah. my, my A-level, Adrian-level canon. They grew him back. They grew him back. Same Groot. Yeah. Same consciousness. Same everything. I'm not saying this is fact. This is in my head. Yeah. I but feel that's like. good enough for me. I've 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 heard again I've heard that on like a TikTok and they were just like their species also and and this could also lend to your theory about it being the same group their species species like lives and grows off of like cosmic rays okay and stuff like that so that's why he's getting more of them and stuff like I I I have to look it up well, why are you looking it up? Yeah, I think if if one were to look at this a diff- the other way, um, this is as as this is the same group. I mm-hmm. think uh, I literally just my my brain just went like white noise. I have no idea what I was. Full transparency. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. That's oh, usually okay. what I, mean. I know. I know. I know where I was going. I know where I was going, dude. Literally, I just heard like a beep. It was like, beep, like, um, <laughs> um. So no, I, uh, I. What I was gonna say is why he looks different. Mm-hmm. It's because like, I think he uh, in, in again my A level canon. Yeah. Um, I think. Yes, he has the same consciousness and like personality and memories and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But he's still a uh, like you know a, a tree kind of human, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. like he's not going to grow back the same. Right. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, all trees look the trees. same. Yeah. Right. Trees so, get thicker. Like he can. Also, he can. He's very no. He he changes his like appearance pretty easily mm-hmm. maybe maybe Groot we, who we saw in guardians one was more of like in his like 40s 50s and he was right. like you know just taller and like he slimmed down yeah, he slimmed his face down, got a little you know? slimmer and like yeah. this Started is like watching his, his his you know cholesterol and stuff like that yeah and like this is him in his like late 20s 30s just going to go to the gym doing some deads every day not hurting his back <laughs> Yeah, right. We all grow. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Um did you find the thing? I'm just I'm just seeing a bunch of stuff of people are in between both of our theories. Cool. Well of, of just we're not sure if it's the same one, but pretty much just different body shapes. <laughs> like cool. people just cool. grow differently. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was like the TikTok was like something like their species or something like that grows off of like cosmic rays, but also like emotional growth as well. So like oh. now that he's been around a team, like this group or like this this new sapling has been around the whole team and are he's learning about music, he's learning about different uh they're they're adventuring around, he's learning about different things. Mm-hmm. He's also growing bigger, and that's why we, you know. Spoilers for the end credit. We get an alpha group like where he's gigantic. So yeah. like he's yeah, I don't know like 
But I like I like that theory. I think I think it's cool that like, and it would it would go right along with just how like little is known about him. Yeah, that it would just be like, oh, he grows off of emotions. Yeah, <laughs> like and learning and about people. You know, this is definitely something that I'm like totally cool with people being able to have their own yes ideas yeah. of what it is. You know, absolutely. Um, that's like I don't need to know everything about no. marvel and star wars and nope because i like having these conversations of what we think it is and you know speculate and stuff mm-hmm. um but so adam warlock comes in yep. wrecks everybody yes uh rocket gets hurt and uh peter tries to use a like a med pack on him those are which, cool those are super cool mm-hmm. um also, Mantis was it Mantis? Yeah, he just her broke arm. her. Ow, yeah, dude. And that fixed it really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but because of Rocket, he had a, a kill switch in him from mm-hmm. um, the High Evolutionary, who you know we'll get into all the the background and everything. But uh, he had a kill switch put into him when being uh, experimented on, mm-hmm. and the med pack essentially like almost detonated it but put him into like a coma yeah um so then they have to travel to org orgo corp headquarters to find the override co- code for the kill switch yeah and that's where we got to that fleshy oh it's so gross dude. why they like, why it was it i i i really liked it only because like it was so just unique like this it was the most just james gunn thing 100 percent. it's like, like yeah, let's make like, it look just really like it's like a it's skin yeah and just have like while they're cutting into walls and stuff like just pus like flying out of it and it's just so gross oh but, but no, it was I I I liked the design of it, but the but the design of the um the security like suits were just so gross, dude. dude one of the funniest parts of this movie, <laughs> I when I tell you when this movie hit hard, it hit hard. I am yeah. not kidding. Like yeah, so like. When uh, what is what's that actor's name? Nathan Fillion. <laughs> when he comes in, and like Drax says something stupid, or he something that he perceived to be stupid. Like yeah. I don't know if I don't remember. I think I don't know. There's a misunderstanding, but yeah. Um, like he was like, "Oh, he's an idiot." He's like, "I have one too." I've got. And he looks back too. at the guy, <laughs> and we just overheard like them. Like he'd be like, "Yeah, I had I put a hydraulic converter into it." And he's like, oh, nice. He's like, that doesn't exist. I've just made that up. I just made that up. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I, I misheard you. And then, <laughs> and I thought he said something else. And then like he looks at him and just stares at him it's for like, like five seconds. And he's got this like look on his face, like he's like so angry. <laughs> this like, look of disdain. Just <laughs> he hates whoever paired them up. And like like the, one of those two he just looks at him he's like i thought i said something else and like that part wrecked me i that thought was that was so funny that was yeah that i think that was that was the part that hit 
the best for me. That was the best joke for me. I, I, there were, I there were others that. that if, if you bring them, like if you bring yeah. up, any others, but like, yeah. I can't think of, uh, I can't think of a few others right now. We've only the, seen the movie once. So yeah. And Drax with the, with the sofa was hilarious too yes. he's just like Jack, i see you stop <laughs> he like starts like why is it so long if you're not supposed to lay down on it? uh that was funny um there was plenty of good humor <laughs> yeah but i'll we'll probably think of it as we go on mm-hmm. um but then um as all of this is going on and like kind of throughout the movie we get mm-hmm. like the background of rocket obviously right. and we see him as a little baby raccoon oh so cute oh and, and just that just that visual of like i can't I, I can't remember did they start the movie out with showing him as like a baby baby and then you just see the hand reaching over him and then it cuts to him like putting yeah. on creep yeah oh yes yeah that's right is that that's what right. it was yeah because it morphs into his face his current oh, face Remember? i have to go see it Dude, i'm not just... sleeping at night i'm just gonna go to the movies <laughs> um but like God. dude just that visual is like it sets the tone like so so I, well uh, i just think, like i think how you're right helpless like he is he was like that entire time and just like having that big hand over over him and constantly over his head because like he's brought up in the past multiple times about like being pulled apart and put back together again being i was just gonna bring that up and like in the first one they're on nowhere and he and drax get into a fight Mm -hmm. and they're both drunk and he's just like really upset about people yeah. calling him vermin and you know all the i forget what else or like rat and stuff like mm-hmm. that and and then he like screams out, he's like i didn't ask to be put you know be pulled apart and put back together over and over again yeah. and when i watched that last week that scene hit so much harder so much harder i'm sure Jeez. oh my god um but anyways we see um we see this flashback Mm-hmm. of rocket being experimented on by the high evolutionary um and his whole thing was he was gonna enhance animal life forms and to the point of which they were gonna become humanoids yeah and create a counter earth yeah and his perfect utopia world mm-hmm. um we'll get into that yeah. as well um but while these experiments were being done, Rocket made friends with an oh, otter, his, a walrus, and a rabbit. His first word is hurt. Oh, it's so sad. Dude. I'm going to oh. cry. This is going to. It's so this is the sad. Show. This is the one that I'm going to tear up on. That's like, that's all he can say. And then Lila's so, she's so sweet to him. She's like, come here. Like, and starts yeah. like, like, like blots blots his head and it's oh he's so so bad i know he's little his head is shaved like shaved bald and he's just got like the cuts around there and it's just oh Oh, man oh wow i totally forgot that this dude i think i I blocked this part out but it's it's real it's hard to watch like it it really is it is and and um this scene where we meet 
Lila, the otter, Teefs, mm-hmm. the walrus, Teefs. and Floor, the rabbit, who we did not have their, we didn't have those names yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like one thing, like very impactful in that way and like very emotional. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, Floor, the rabbit kind of scared the crap out of me right off the bat. It was really scary. Yeah. But then she, you know, you're like, oh, she's like, I think she was easily like the least intelligent of the four. Yeah. Like, like yeah, definitely. I'm, yeah. I'm saying that like, I think she had progressed the la- the least mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. during those experiments, but um, man, I just feel mean saying that now. God, no. so sweet. <laughs> no, um, I know. And, but and like, it, it's just like seeing the brutality of each one of them just I think Floor was the worst, though. The worst of it. Yeah. Where it's like her mouth is just steel trap shut. Like, doesn't, like, just doesn't, isn't able to use her limbs. Like, has robotic spider legs. That gave me uh, Toy Story vibes. Yeah. (laughs) Sid's room with the doll. Yeah. And then, but then, like, they're all nice. And they're all all good. And right. They help Woody, just like, mm-hmm. but, um, <laughs> but then, so we meet all of them. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go over all the rocket stuff real mm-hmm. quick. Um, since it kind of goes back and forth. Yeah. Um, rocket kind of like, uh, he progresses the most intelligence wise to the point where he, kind of outthinks the high evolutionary mm-hmm. and he gets to perfect he perfects the high evolutionary's experiments with his own intelligence but then but then he gets like the high evolutionary gets like obsessed like how did you do this mm-hmm. i made you mm-hmm. um but uh but when we get to that point where rocket's advice works the high evolutionary is like okay well i'm gonna extract your brain yeah and then incinerate all the other experiments because we've gotten what we needed out of them he he, the the what makes this villain and i i cannot i need to learn how to pronounce the actor's name um he's fantastic in this and makes a villain that could easily have fallen flat like really really good and you hate this piece of shit like you genuinely hate this guy oh by the end of it yeah um and he has this fantastic delivery of he's like you could figure you could figure this all out you could figure out how to fix my you know like experiments but you couldn't figure out that you guys were never meant for counter earth oh that part was okay the build up to all of this was one thing really well done mm-hmm. and it, it made it made the impact so much deeper but how we are constantly seeing them like yeah. daydream about you know the forever bl- big blue forever sky um and that line was like and we'll all fly away, away together mm-hmm. and that big blue forever sky that's burned in my brain for the rest of my life um and but you we see them bonding 
over all this like they're so optimistic mm-hmm. and we just see them like despite everything that's happened to them we see how they just think that like you know they're being experimented on yes but they are helping achieve this goal and they are going right. to be able to enjoy it with mm-hmm. the high evolutionary and that when we get to this next point where rocket one thing great payoff we just see him casually picking up pieces throughout the movie yeah yeah and it was it was so subtle like you it, could, it, 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 you, and i was wondering about that because they have that little they have that little scene where he talks to him about music and stuff like that yeah. like what they're like listening to and like he grabbed something and like kind of tucked it onto like what he was wearing and i was like i don't they didn't zoom in they didn't do yeah anything. no he just, no he just they, grabs it like he's supposed to be grabbing it right right and exactly. then just carries on with the scene yeah um but uh but yeah so we see him put together this mm-hmm. uh what is a, a, a key like to a, open up all the yeah basically like, like a, a card key yeah skeleton key, key card all the yeah so he opens up um and tries to free he gets lila out mm-hmm. i don't even want to explain this dude, i don't even want to explain this scene dude the i think i think the impact of the a gunshot as opposed to a futuristic like blaster going off was oh. huge like 100%. If, if you had heard like something similar to like um like a blaster from star wars yeah yeah like it uh, would not star lord's gun yeah it, right 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 if you if you had heard something like that it would not i don't think that scene would have been as powerful as it was because it was just insanely loud and it was a jump scare like genuinely it was like they were in the middle of words and all of a sudden it's just like bang and it it's it makes it more real yep and it, yeah it one thing you have like the like the i guess like physical aspect of it. like you got a jump scare you are scared it is mm-hmm. very alarming but then you also get the emotional impact of like the connotations of you know a real gun yeah and then you also have just like the shock factor of like wait we just got this payoff of him yeah. getting together this key card to get everyone out and and then you just see rockets first real experience i'm dude i'm literally gonna I'm i know tearing right? up. i'm tearing <laughs> up right now you get his first real experience with grief mm-hmm. and he doesn't even know what to do but he's just standing there like a little kid crying yeah and it's like he, he can't even control it dude i'm i'm actually like <laughs> this is not it's- good um that part. It's, it's like it's the same noise over and over again too because like that's all he can like let out and you know what just, i mean like, like it's the same thing and like and while like you've also got the side like you're trying to you're trying to figure out like what is happening right now and then floor is over there like like floor t like rocket floor and teeths need to like go now go now like rocket florentives go now like she's she because she can see the people behind like um behind the high evolutionary she's like we need to go and 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 she's trying to comp she's trying to like process everything that's happening but they're all panicking 
And this realization that not everything is good and the realities mm-hmm. of the realities of world the world are hitting them all at once. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Dude, I'm gonna skip uh, like half of this movie when I watch it again. <laughs> like, I just, oh. I can't. It and then and then High Evolutionary, like straight up mocks. Oh, and he does rocket. The, yeah, the, he like the, does like the scream. He's like ah ah, like and it's like stuff like that. And it's just like, dude, like I hate you. I'm so like, glad Rocket. <laughs> jumps on him and Ooh. just destroys his Gives face him the business so wait was that does that happen while teefs and floor are still alive because he i think they're i think they both got killed they both got shot i while... think let's Maybe. um wait no because um because he he rips up his face and then we see like the um the high evolutionary's leg like kind of like twitching a little bit and he turns um they start getting shot at and he turns back to them and that's when we see that they were both shot. Ooh. Yeah, the this synopsis I'm looking at it just it, yeah. it just says Rocket mauled the high evolutionary and shot yeah. his guards. Right. I right, forgot that he shot. He, that, I forgot first, that too. Yeah, first time he picks first. up a gun too, and and it says, but Teeth and Floor were killed in the chaos, and it says, alone, Rocket stole a spaceship and fled. Oh man, I have this like, oh, yeah. All right, anyways, yeah. Uh, moving on, that mm-hmm. emotion. That's, <laughs> that's the most emotional DSR segment we've ever had. Seriously. Um. Man. Um. So and then it goes back to the present. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. So yeah, they're at Orgo Orgo Corp. I have a really hard time saying that. It's a tough one. <laughs> um, they they retreat. They retrieve Rocket's file. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you know. Long story short, they are, you know, in this the fleshy, spooky place. Mm-hmm. Um, the the girl, the pink girl that. Um, Star Lord is like finessing and stuff. Uh, Rat Trapper Two from Suicide Squad. <gasps> yes, mm-hmm. I saw that. I totally yeah. forgot. Thank you for bringing that up. Yes, yeah. and um, and the, the woman who is like kind of running the whole thing, the whole time with yeah, like, uh, the that's Harcourt from Peacekeeper. And I'm pretty sure she's James Gunn's wife. Yes. Yeah. 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 She's, all, she's okay. All, I wasn't sure about that, but yeah, she is. Did you hear that? I have a metal trash can. I kicked it into another piece of metal. It was loud. <laughs> Marley is startled. Um, so, uh, but they get that. Mm-hmm. I think we can pretty much sum this up with they almost don't get out, but then they get out and group yeah. arms in the ship yeah. and uh, gets them gets them out of there. Mm-hmm. Um. They are followed by Aisha, who is the gold lady from the uh, Sovereign. Sovereign, yeah. And Adam Warlock. And um, did we find out? Do we find? Is this when we find out that um, Sovereign were created by High Evolutionary? So he's I don't sort think of like, we have. We didn't find that out yet. Really. I don't know. Oh, the big thing! I totally messed this oh, up. Oh yeah, that's they, right. Oh my God, Gamora. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that wait, what were you gonna say about Gamora? I was gonna say Gamora and the Ravagers were helping them. Oh yeah, we told him that. Yeah, I told yeah, him like yeah. the Ravagers were the ones who got them in there. Yeah, Gamora is a Ravager right now. Mm-hmm. Um, no, what I was gonna say, they get Rocket's file, but actually the code to bypass the kill switch had been removed, and right. that one dude, mm-hmm. one of the doctors had it, and he put it in his little, like head computer. Yeah. Um. So then they have to go to Counter Earth to retrieve that. That's mm-hmm. what it was. Right. Um. And they're this, looking through his this file. This was messed up, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they see all of Rocket's file. Yeah. And even uh, Nebula is like, this is worse than what my dad did to me. That part made that. Yeah. That's that hit me hard, too. Where I was that just, had a man. huge emotional impact. Um, and especially she's not going to BS that. Yeah, No, not at all. Definitely not. And she's talked about it enough where it's like. Dude, like if if that's worse than what Thanos did to her, like jeez. So then, um, but yeah, uh, Adam Warlock and Aisha are following them to mm-hmm. Counter Earth to retrieve Rocket, per the High Evolutionary's orders. Right, right. Um, so then they get to Counter Earth, um, and they meet. It's like it's Earth, and but then they see like all the like humanoid animals, <laughs> animals. Which are really interesting looking yeah <laughs> um and they're like they land in a like a you know suburban neighborhood and get help because they you know pretty much what was it bats was that a bat yeah thing? i think they were bad bad people like bad people so they get um they get help with the uh the bat family they're like they use like sign language to you know communicate and everything um that part was pretty funny like we said before with (laughs) jacks the couch and like um nebula got that like cola or something and she was like oh my god this is good this is good and 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 peter draws the guy and everybody's like that's actually really good he's like thanks guys yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was good um and then uh let's see here. Oh, we got our first F bomb in the uh so they find out where they need to go, this giant pyramid thing, and then they're like, Can we borrow your car? So then they go into and the, the interactions with like the dad, he was just like he was like, he gave his face, like all of the props to whoever was playing those characters, because yeah. They conveyed exactly what they needed to convey without any words <laughs> and while wearing prosthetics on their yeah. face. So that was yeah. that was hilarious. Um, very. He was like expressing like you know all the the high concern of them taking his car. He's yeah, like, yeah. Frick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we get our first f bomb. So like Peter and Nebula <laughs> are getting in the car and she can't open the door, and she's like. Um, he's like sitting in the driver's seat, waving her over the door, and she's like, "How do I do this? How do I do this?" And he has, she has her hand on the handle, but he's like, "Push the button." She's like, "I ain't press the button," and she's, and he's like, "I think your, uh, I think your thumb is on the keyhole." And he's like, "Push the thing next to it," and she pushes it down. And she's like, "Now what?" He's like, "Open the fucking door." <laughs> <laughs> I that was. <laughs> it was, was so perfect. good because it wasn't anything like huge like it, the delivery was perfect yes yeah, yeah and that's really so, what it came down to 
I saw an interview with James Gunn, and apparently there was going to be an F-bomb in Endgame. And really? That was, that was going to be the first. This is, like, I saw a video of James yeah. Gunn saying this. Um, and he was like, there was supposed to be an, uh, an F-bomb in Endgame. I don't remember when. Maybe during the final battle. Mm-hmm. But anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, but the Russo brothers decided to take it out. Or maybe the scene itself was taken out. But we didn't get it. Tony was going to say, I am fucking Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> or fuck you and snap. But, um, <laughs> but uh, so James had put this in the movie. Apparently it was totally ad-lib too. Um, and like they didn't expect it to actually go through. And then he's talking to Feige. And he's like, hey, I put this in the final cut. And Feige was like, well, we were supposed to have one in Endgame. Like, it's really up to you if you want if you want that to be your legacy. Right. If you want people. To... And he was like, Kevin, I don't I don't think you're swaying me from this. I think you're. Yeah. I don't think you understand. You're enticing me to do this yeah. more, um, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Um. So next they're driving to go find this dude with the computer with the code. And then, mm. um, meanwhile, let's see here. What happened next? Uh, oh, the high evolutionary destroys the entire planet, which kills everyone. This yeah. was messed up too. I was like, this is, yeah, this was wild. They're pretty much human, like, you know, yeah, humans and everything. Yeah. Um, and he just blew them up. And then like, and then, um, um, Mantis and Drax were supposed to watch the ship. While they were away. Yeah. Um, while Nebula and Peter and Groot went to go get the guy um at like the high evolutionaries like ship. Yeah. Um and then there's this whole mix up during the like destruction of Counter Earth where the parties basically switch. Like Nebula and and Mantis oh, yeah. and Drax are now on the on the high evolutionary ship, whereas Peter and Groot, super cool by the way, like dove out the wood and like had that back to back like Matrix scene where they just pull that, out their weapons from Groot's back. And that's one thing <laughs> I did I did see that shot of them like back to back shooting, mm-hmm. and but that still like it was so cool. That, dude hit hard that was so badass and then uh, and again this movie just showed that like they weren't holding back because peter's like kill them all and like he meant it and Mm -hmm. and then like you kind of were like dang they did not think this through but then like (laughs) group pulls out all the guns and they just go off and they kill everybody and then they grab the doctor and they jump out and he's like, you'll kill us both. He's like, just one of us. Yeah. And they just like, in order to get the computer out of his head, they just drag him in the dirt at full speed while Groot was gliding into the ground, like just dragging him in like, like a crater. And I was like, I mean, it's one of those things where like they had just they had just seen firsthand what these people, even if they're just in the relation to um the high evolutionary they just got to see what they did to their best friend yeah so like he's peter is like screw these guys like i do not care about these guys they did this to my best friend like it's very much like it's very much like in the second one um 
Um, no, I'm sorry. Different, different mom issue, but it's almost like in what is it? Winter civil war? Is it civil war? Yeah, civil war. I don't care. He killed my mom. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. Tony is just like, I don't care. He killed my mom. Yeah, I and like when the MCU like, takes it there. Yeah, me too. When it's just like sometimes, sometimes things are just black and white because and and even our even our heroes of these stories have these emotions and make right i i'm not saying they're right. bad decisions but mm-hmm. maybe decisions they wouldn't otherwise make right right and they falter from what we typically would ex- expect mm-hmm. from them so and it I, also I like that. this also like sticks with starlet's character really well too because he is such he acts in with emotion so much yes like the minute ego is like man that's why it really killed me to put that cancer in your mom's head like immediately the the next like second he's just getting blasted like like he just pulls out his blasters and shoots him and And then the whole thing with the infinity gauntlet not being able to hold it together when they had it halfway off <laughs> and i'm I'm glad they mentioned that in this movie yeah and he's just... like he's explaining it to like the girl in organicorp right yes like, yeah that was funny i was trying to think of when that actually happened um but anyways they get the code out of the doctor guy person said, yeah go to the ship and try to save Rocket. Meanwhile, Mantis, Nebula, and Drax are on board the ship, thinking that they're saving Groot and Peter. Right. This part, I think, is when I lost it even more. Oh. Because they're trying to save Rocket, and then Rocket flatlines, and the look on Peter's face when he thinks that he lost Rocket I could not keep that together. I like that was like I like pulled my legs in and I was like (laughs) and like I like could feel like my chest just like (laughs) like just like I was like full body crying in a public place. I was not happy about it, but I had to let it I had to I had to let it ride. Um Yeah. And uh Chris Pratt man he acted the shit out of that. He really brought it home for that scene. Yeah, yeah, he did. He's got the the spit coming out of his mouth while he's screaming and everything like the ugly crying like oh my blown, god man. like and like I just couldn't help but think of like losing Marley right and that part was right. just in the back of my head and I was like oh this is terrible yeah um but then as Rocket flatlines. He is in like this, like almost King's Cross station. Dude, it, that's exactly what it reminded yeah. me of. Yes. With Lila Tease and Floor. And then he, I think he asked her, like, are we all going to go fly to fly away yeah. together? And she's like, we, we will, but yeah. like, not yet. And I was <laughs> like, let's go. Oh, dude, dude, th- I, this was actually the scene where like I shed like a legit tear. Because oh, because you one no no I'm 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 telling you, dude. Like I was clenching, I was clenching this entire movie, and this was the scene that like finally like really got me because um because Lila is like you know we were right like 
the sky is beautiful and it's oh. endless. Oh, yeah. and 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 she's like, um, you know, we're all together here. We're all able to fly like together here. And and Rocket doesn't he he says, "Can I come?" And she's uh-huh. like, "Of course." And like I That's I really thought was. yeah, and That's I really the... thought that he was gonna like walk away with them. But then like a part of me was also like. He's been he's been unconscious for like most of this movie. There's no chance. There's no chance they take Roger from us. So yeah, like it really was that moment when she was like, "Not yet, though." I, I was like, he, "Let's fucking go." I I really didn't know if he was going to survive that or not. Yeah, because I like because he was unconscious, but we had so much more rocket. Right, right. We did learn. Yes, yeah, that's true. We yeah, we learned a lot about him in it. But oh man, the just Linda Carnalini's voice is so sweet in this. Who is dude Velma? <gasps> Good old Velma. That's her. Yeah, and she oh she's part just of got... the A team of acting with she... Freddie Prince Jr. That's right, and uh, the rest of the Scooby Doo squad. <laughs> the rest of those guys. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, put um, I put myself on the spot. Um, Matthew Lillard. I just, that's the only one. And Sarah Michelle. Good old Sarah Michelle Gellar. But yeah, dude, Linda Carlini's voice is just so soft. Oh my gosh. I almost like, I almost like now just picture her as an otter because it fits so well. It does. You know, but. No, that was, I didn't know that was her, but that's great. Such a touching scene, dude. So, and then Rocket wakes up. Not, you know, he's alive. And then, Mm -hmm. um. A lot of that we get this like kind of like final battle type of deal, and they are escaping the ship while it's being blown up. And the high evolutionary is pretty much just like blowing the ship up out of like hubris, yeah, or not even hubris yeah. at this point. It's just like it just I ups- need to destroy obsession. rocket, yeah, right, yeah. Um, and they eventually let's see here. Also, they call in Kraglin and Cosmo. To arrive, oh, yeah. bring nowhere to them. Um, kind of skipping a lot here, but they have this final battle. Mm-hmm. Where oh, Drax has Drax has this really sweet scene. Oh yeah, where, where he knows they've their got language. like yeah, they've got like um the the high high evolutionaries working on a replacement for Counter Earth, and he's created these children who like are like super freaking smart, super geniuses, can survive off of like thirteen calories a day are like super strong yeah like basically like perfect beings um and they're all locked in cages mantis drax and gamora are all together trying to uh like kind of trying to like talk to them about getting out and like how to do it and oh sorry sorry nebula nebula is with them Mm. and nebula has her freak out on drax and mantis about being like just stupid basically yeah. calling them useless and stupid and stuff like that and mantis has this really big scene where she finally kind of sticks up for herself and sticks and up drax. for drax yeah and is like i don't care if he's stupid he makes us laugh and we love him like it, we all it, like showing that she under she gets it she's not this oblivious yeah. you know like just pet that they've that they've like that they always 
talked about her in the second one, stuff like that. Like she, yeah, she's dopey and stuff like that, but she's fully aware of how the rest of the group thinks about her and Drax. Yeah. But she show she sees value in everyone. Yeah. And that so, was, yeah, it was moments like that. That one thing we get to see a little bit more, like a little deeper into all the characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we also get to, I feel like we got like some kind of like a good little send off for each one of them. Yeah. Yep. Where they all kind of like came to a a good full circle moment with them for their own character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Like we the 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 Drax that we started out with was out for revenge for his daughter, and he ends up instead of seeking revenge, just seeking fatherhood, being yeah. a father. They're like, you're not a destroyer. You're a, no. I think they say, dad. Like, yeah, it's so <laughs> yeah. cute. Like, it's so cute, and it's like, and it's so true because he finds laughter in everything. Yeah, he like he he is like he is would be just like a really good dad and like yeah yeah um so we have this whole scene of nowhere coming mm-hmm. Craglin pulling it up next to the ship so they can get all the kids off all oh, the kids cool. are off all the yeah. animals are off this rocket also. Oh, remind me what happened here. So with the so, high evolutionary. So the high evolutionary um it rocket goes back in to help um to help the raccoons and stuff like that. Oh and he sees God. oh he sees the exact same little cage that he was in and he opens it up with the card that he still has and carries with him all the time which we saw at the beginning which i yeah. i was like <laughs> yeah. this little thing i thought that i thought it was a like a tape for like a tape recorder for mm-hmm. at first but so he opens the he opens their thing and they all just crawl up and like touch his face and like it's and they so all just sweet. like gone, get on his shoulders and his head yeah and then the high evolutionary comes in freaking out um He's using his like gravity powers oh, yeah. Yeah. to like throw him around and shit like that. And then he uses his gravity boots that he actually was testing right in the beginning. Yes, that was which was really cool. Yeah. Which was really cool that that came back um to it. And then we just get oh man, whoa, hang on. We missed one of the greatest I'm pretty sure it happened before this one of the greatest fight scenes in the MCU of them all in the um oh my in, in the, the hallway, hallway scene we love Dude, a good hallway scene the hallway scene I think was this was incredible this was before that and this right. is when I was like oh rocket's dead because like right. they were like we have to we have to get off the ship with the goat and he's like I'm done running and I was like damn yep like, this this is go. full of good serious one-liners. And then BC Boys, no sleep. BC Boys, man, starts playing. If I had a nickel for every time that movie played in a popular Dude. movie in the first few months of this year, I, I would have two nickels, and it isn't a lot. It's not a lot, but it happened twice. <laughs> but I really, th- I, 
That is one thing I will say. I really do think James Gunn could have found a different song for this. It works out fine. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like some of the best parts about this entire trilogy is making songs that either people have forgotten about or our generation isn't familiar with mm-hmm. super popular. Yeah, I I love that song. I love the VC Boys. Yeah. Um, but I agree. I think I think it as far as like the last I like with all three movies, to your point, they have mm-hmm. perfectly used songs. Yeah. And this one was a little bit like, yeah, could have could have guessed that one was gonna be that. In right. There. I was also making a joke because it was in the Super Mario Bros. movie. Oh, was it really? Which came out the month before. Dude. Obviously, Chris they Pratt, had no man. way of knowing that. Chris oh, Pratt must be frick. requesting Yeah, they did. It, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Couldn't have given James Gunn a little heads up. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so that badass scene happens. Oh, and man. then We're... we get to Rocket. Yeah. Saving the rest. Discovering the animals. Yeah um find the high evolutionary and then we get to the point where he could have killed him mm-hmm. with the help of who drax mantis the whole squad i think was it right? everyone Gamora, yeah because gamora lands the final she stabbed i think so yeah and then and then he's on the ground and like um rocket has the opportunity to finish him off he's like no mm-hmm. i'm i'm a guardian of the galaxy and i was like yeah oh. Damn, that was good. Huge growth on his part where he used to just be like, give me a gun and I'm just going to fire on everyone. And he Um, wants to blow shit up. Yeah. I also I also really liked that they included Gamora in this fight scene because it like shows like, you know, like she is she is part of the Guardians of the Galaxy. This is a different Gamora, but like she's still drawn to this group. Yeah. And so I feel like that still opens up an ability for her to be in future adventures. Yeah. You know? I, I, we see her again, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they just leave him to die. <laughs> yep. Um, as they should then, after they rip off his face. Yeah. Oh, and we Yo. see it. Yeah. Thank God we, do you hear that one? I just, I kicked the trash can again. No, you didn't hear it. So, um, <laughs> it was loud. So, uh, yeah, we see his mangled. Fi- Thank God, I I'm I got I'm so so, so much satisfaction from being like, yeah, Rocket did that to him. That's, That's right, me too. So did I. I was yeah. like, yep, um, you are Stupid hideous, idiot. You're an idiot. I hate you so much. I hate him so much. Like, oh, but yeah, dude, it was it was scary too. Like, he, no nose. Everything was still like bloody and like looked raw still. Like no was, eyelid on one of his eyes. Like that's it was, what I focused on. Yeah. Like it was it was scary. But hey. he deserved it. Absolutely deserved it. Oh, and this part. Okay. So after they leave him, they're mm-hmm. all going back to nowhere, hopping on. Mm-hmm. Clock's ticking. We've gotta get yep. over there. Everyone gets on and then Quill runs back to the ship for the zune and yes. i'm like quill well learn from your mistakes yeah and then um he's like freezing in space and adam comes mm-hmm. to save him after groot had saved him earlier so right. adam kind of had a change of heart right which i liked 
Mm-hmm. But then during this final part of the movie, we see uh, Rocket receive the Zune and it has a note on it mm-hmm. from Quill. And it says, I went back for this for you or something like that. Yeah. And I, again, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, if, if, you know, like that that part, I was like, why did they throw that in there? Why Quill? Yeah. Back yeah. For and then, but then you think, the, like, all he wanted to do was go get that because he knew Rocket wanted it so bad. Right. I think, I, I think my, I think my only issue with this scene was. I think it would have been so much better and just much more powerful if Gamora had been the one to save him instead of Adam Warlock. Oh, because yeah, you go back to the first one, same deal. He saves her while she's freezing out in nothingness outside of nowhere. You have this it, throughout the entire film. They're going back and forth. Her basically saying, "Like I'm not that Gamora. I'm not that Gamora." It would you know? Yeah. It's it. It doesn't work between us. I'm just. I'm sorry. I don't know you. And I just feel as though that would have been like a, uh, you know, there's still a chance for us, you know, yeah. out there. And and they they do give us that where like she's kind of like near the end she's like I bet we were fun. And that part like, wrecked me too. Yeah, and he and he just goes, "You wouldn't believe, it. like, like that, you wouldn't believe, like so but, many emotions in this yeah, movie." I know, I know. I just i i i don't. I don't feel as though I connected enough with Adam Warlock for him to be the one to save somebody I cared about so much. I think he was perfect for his purpose in this movie. Yeah. And we will see him more. I hope so. And I, and I hope we, yeah. Yeah. I, I, and was, I hope they expand on him. The The thing is we already had all of the guardians who got treated very well in this movie. And like, there was so much, you know, it was, their writing was very intentional and mm-hmm. very well done. And, you know, like I said before, just like clearly so much heart was put into it right. where I didn't, I didn't want any more Adam. Adam served his purpose perfectly where right. he was the, you know, the threat throughout the movie, chasing them, Mm-hmm. As soon as the plans are going to go well, he comes and messes it all up. So right, right. I think that was good. I think we're going to see more of him. And this was just an intro. So I'm yeah. I'm OK with how that how all... much. Yeah. How much they use them. Um, but then so all everything, you know, we're kind of in the aftermath phase of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Quill and Gamora having that conversation about like you know I bet we were a lot of fun um and she goes off with the ravagers and he's like I need to talk to everybody and he decides to go back to earth and reunite with his grandpa which again dude I was already just like this movie gets you so in your feels where Mm -hmm. like he goes and meets his grandpa I was like oh his grandpa oh (laughs) oh god and oh, then, but 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 before this, they've we've got all the guy, everybody together, and we can understand Groot now. 
Yes. So in that in that scene when Quill yeah. like was telling them, and I thought so actually before this, I, let me yeah. backpedal a little bit. There was the one scene when Gamora standing at this like balcony, right? And then and Groot, Groot yeah. you just, we just hear "I am Groot," and then mm. she responds, and it's the first time you hear her respond to him. Yeah. And I saw, and you know, he just has this like look on his face of like admiration at her. Yeah. And I saw this thing today. It was like Gamora was really was his mother figure because, <laughs> and, it, and then it showed a bunch of like flashbacks of volume two when he's, oh, a baby. yeah. And all the interactions that the two of them had of her taking care of him and him sitting on her <laughs> shoulder <laughs> and all this Remember- stuff. Remember when they, uh, the the one scene that the the one instance that jumps out to me was like right in the beginning, like when they're playing like Mister Blue Sky and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and he just like <laughs> she's like, Groot, watch out, like look out, and then he just goes, he like waves at her and she goes, hi, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, like goes they, back they, to fighting and stuff like that. They showed that scene <laughs> it's so actually. Cute. Yeah, so that. There's so oh, I think there's man. so many different like once you like think about those like how everyone mm-hmm. is connected with each other like the individual yeah. relationships they have um there's a lot more behind every like mm-hmm. the finality of this. And also did did she not uh um understand him the entire movie up until this point? She did not. No. That's cool. That's that's also really sweet too. Cuz because he says I am Groot, and then she responds and then looks, and then she kind of gives him this, yeah, you know, very telling look of like, oh, I understand. I get, you. I get you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then we get the, um, I at love the very you. end. I love you guys. Yeah, he says <laughs> I love you guys, and James going to confirm that, or someone confirmed yeah. that it's not him saying that; it's us as the audience having spent we're close Three, enough yeah with, now we yeah. understand him that's so that's such a cool idea too like i, know. I, I, I love, love that. that that's um but then so let's see here um so yeah quill leaves to go to earth rocket is now the captain of the guardians mm-hmm. um mantis goes on her own little self-discovery journey with the space octopus obelisks yeah yeah uh gamora goes the ravagers and then Mm -hmm. nebula and drax remain on nowhere to raise those good old kiddos good old kiddos um and that whole like the dog days are over oh man again i was like oh this song is coming on now And that whole scene, I was still full body, just yeah. crying in my seat. And like, I was like, all right, this needs to, this needs to chill now. I was like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've had my cathartic release. Like, please God, yeah. make this stop. Yeah. But then like Drax, you know, going back to like, there are, there are those who dance and those who do not dance. Mm-hmm. And then he starts dancing. Rocket gets the note. From Peter with the Zune. Um, Rocket and Groot dance. Nebula dance. It was just Mm. like, it was so happy, but I was just like, oh, this is it. (laughs) Um, It was, it's so 
cool to me that James Gunn is able to make us feel so much in a movie, feel so sad without a big death. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's he was able to he was able to give everybody a happy ending, but still have scenes in this movie that are probably some of the saddest scenes I've seen in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this one definitely hit. Um, I mean, it's up as, as far as like emotional impact of a movie. Mm-hmm. This this is like one of the one of the top ones with the oh, yeah. game. Um, but that is it. We see mm-hmm. a mid credit scene of the new Guardians, which were Rocket, Groot, Cosmo, Kraglin, Adam Warlock, one of the kids, mm-hmm. and then Adam's little pet who was so cute oh, yeah. <laughs> and he looks like a loft cat yeah but in a good way <laughs> not there's a bad way but not in a bad way um oh and big old alpha Groot. Yeah. yes that was sick he's huge i want to see more of that yeah do we know who the girl is because she had like a she had one pink eye and it looked like energy beams were like forming around her fists I think this says she was one of the rescued children. Yeah. Her name is Phyla. Can all of them do that? <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea. Um, yeah, her name is Phyla. Phyla. Okay. And that's she first appeared in Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. I mean, that would make sense. She has like sort of Monica Rambeau-ish powers. Yeah, that's all I know about her. Hmm. Um, and then the other post grad scene was Peter reuniting with his grandpa. That was that was that was funny. I was expecting. I don't know what I, what I was expecting from that, but it was cool that they said um, the legendary Star Lord will return. I yeah. Oh, also the credit scene was just them eating cereal or something. We saw yeah. him reunite in the actual movie, right? Um. But yeah, I am glad. I was surprised that we got they like singled him out. Yeah, yeah, that the fact that he's coming back and but that that is one thing I will say about this movie. Even the ending with all the like happiness and stuff like that, it didn't feel like we weren't going to see these guys again. Like even even Mantis, you know what I mean. It... I I kind of did feel that way. I like I didn't feel like we were gonna. It kind of oh I don't know. Hmm. I felt like we were gonna still get Rocket and Groot and that uh-huh. squad. Yeah, but I really did feel like this was goodbye for Drax, Nebula, mm-hmm. Mantis, Gamora. And I don't think it actually is. I think we will see them eventually. It's in some capacity, right. but definitely, definitely not in the in the way that we know them now. Because I mentioned this to you, like this movie really did feel. It felt like you know our MCU home, mm-hmm. where we are in a new transition period in the MCU, which is great. And you know, like I'm definitely not a Phase Four or Phase Five hater at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is just new, and we and going back to phase two when we originally met the guardians, you know, that's been 10 years. That's so crazy to think about. 
this for this felt warm and cozy for the and the, and probably the last time we're gonna get that warm and cozy from the Infinity Saga, right? So, right. I think I I felt that. Hmm. Um, yeah. 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 Now that you say that, I I know what you mean. Like I I do feel like they'll bring them back in some sort of capacity, but I think it'll be like a, you know, Drax might know something about this. And they have a conversation with them. They don't bring out Drax the Destroyer to like fight people and shit like that. You know what I right. mean? Yeah, I, I, I could see that. Yeah, <clears throat> but um, before we hop off, I got a few mm-hmm. few questions for you about the movie. Yeah, man. Um, first off, what was your high? What was your low? Ooh, my high was. Oh man, that um. I'm between I'm between the hallway scene because it was just so cool how it's just like the camera just went through everybody doing their thing and like so sick them doing it the best way they can and like using each other as like like the way like almost in video games you would have like tag team takedowns you know what I mean like they would have like like Groot like would extend his arm and nebula would like flip off of it yeah to like kick someone it was so i i'm selling myself on it that that was my that was my high but it was between that and them kicking the shit out of the high evolutionary because i hated i hated him Um, yeah me too what was Uh, what was yours my high yeah and low what was your low go your go low oh my low um fake high go low Honestly, like, I think, I think my low, and this sucks because Cosmo is so cute. I think, I think the joke with the whole bad dog joke kind of just wore on me a bit. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't like, it was, it was funny the first time of like the, like when he calls her like a bad dog and like her ears go back. I was like, oh, this is funny. But they just, anytime we saw Craglin, it they just was kept going back to that yeah. joke, and I was like, James, like it was funny. Let it, let it, leave it, leave it alone. Leave it, leave it be, yeah. please. Leave it be. So, I mean, that if if I have a low, it's that. <laughs> yeah. Um, my high was probably I'm torn between. This is such a stupid high, but I think I, I think part of it was just like getting that backstory on rocket regardless of how much it hurt right. to watch i think like getting that connection with rocket and mm-hmm. like i think that was a high for me um that's torn between that and the final dog days are over scene oh yeah that was that was good i gotta say it's just all the vibes flowing and, into you and just everybody's happy <laughs> like and it was like he goes on the Zoom and he, you know, for the first time, you know, we obviously we were in like the 80s, 90s mm-hmm. in this movie and elsewhere. But and then he like scrolls down to the 2000s and it plays that. I was like, like, it's just cool how we've seen the transition from decade to decade. Right. And and then they go to like the 2000s, 2010. Mm-hmm. So that was my high low. What was my low? 
you mentioned Cosmo, and mm-hmm. one of the things I didn't like about it. This is so nitpicky, though. My low. I really don't have a real low. Um, Cosmo's accent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I and the the voice actress is um uh, uh the woman from Borat. That, See, like, I, play, yeah. It's not even the accent. It's yeah. the the voice actor who was chosen. It was too like I'm like I, we've seen Cosmo a bunch, and I'm like mm-hmm. Cosmo's cute. I like Cosmo. Yeah, and then I hear her voice. I'm like I'm gonna be scolded. I, by Cosmo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I that was one but Cosmo was also really cute and she had a nice little moment when she like kept the um oh yeah the things together so that all yeah. the, everybody could come yeah yeah, yeah. so like they even, she's they, a good dog okay good, hey Cosmo's a good dog Donut Squad Radio stands with Cosmo she's a 100% dog. she's a good dog um but I I know what you mean. I I didn't love the voice acting for her either. Yeah. I, I I didn't. Um, and I think I I felt that way in the um, holiday special as well. Yeah. And she then wasn't a fan. Again, super nitpicky. But I, again, I, I feel like that um, the final song with "No Sleep mm-hmm. Till Brooklyn" could have been. Mm-hmm. But you, it's also it's BC Boys. I can't complain about having BC Boys in the right. Marvel, right. You know. So, um, anyways, I have other questions real quick. Mm-hmm. Rabbit fire. We're just like quick questions, quick Scroll answers. Off the cuff. Give me a long answer. I'll, uh, all, right. Um, <laughs> all right. Favorite character of the movie. Favorite character of the movie was. Drax. And okay. Um, overall, like, what did you think of the soundtrack and what was your favorite song? soundtrack so it's it's funny you ask that um this is in third place of the guardians movies for soundtrack for me all right i i just i i don't know why but i just i i felt like i just meshed better i vibed more hard to be the first one for sure and the second one had the chain dude and when it hits in that song it freaking hits. That's a great, great song. So hard. Um, but that's that's not to say that it's a bad soundtrack at all. It's definitely not been against, listening to it. Yeah, it's going up, up. That's that's third place out of you know the top soundtracks in the MCU, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and what was your what was your favorite song for this one? Favorite song for this one. Um. Um, what is what what is the song? It's like in the meantime, I think when they're oh. when when they're all in their spacesuits and they're yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think that was my favorite one. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Um, by like Space Hog or something like that, right? I'm pulling it up for you. Let me. Um. In the meantime, by Space Hog. By Space Hog, yeah, yeah. I think that was my favorite song of the the movie. All right. Um. Next question. Rabbit Fire. Like I said. Rabbit Fire. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. You already told me how this ranks. The soundtrack ranks with the other two movies. How does the movie itself rank with the other two Guardian movies? 
Right now, and this is probably totally different from your list. Oh man, it's this was this was so hard for me because I always rank everything on watch watchability. Like I feel like that's my go-to. And we are so just, different. I know. This is just this is just one of those like movies that there are so many hard to watch scenes and, and they make you feel, which is a good thing. Like that's what that's what they're meant to do. But initially, and this might change, I have this ranked third, like out of them. Yeah, I know. I know. What? I have, I have. For all of those listening at home, I just gave Colin a crazy (laughs) look. (laughs) I have, I have two, one, and three right now. Two is your favorite? Two is my favorite if you, if you skip over all of the taser face jokes. I think it is just. I think it doable. is. I think it is freaking. I think it's hilarious. Um, I love everything with Yondu. I love the. Oh, I think. I think. Yeah. <laughs> is he cool? Hell yeah, he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, like it, it's putting it's putting up like some of my favorite movies in the MCU mm. up against each other. It's and like ranking, one, you know, like New Hope empire no exactly it's like we love all of them right but we're just picking which ones we like most okay and 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 a part of me also like probably um subconsciously like puts this one lower because i'm having to say goodbye to these guys these people and i'm almost like i would like the other ones because i know there's more to come from them yeah like i'm like oh like this isn't our goodbye (laughs) so yeah yeah um okay how does this rank in the mcu overall for you in just the if MCU, you had to it, you know obviously yeah. we put our ranks together but if you had to this is top 10 yeah top 10 in mcu it uh probably an eight or a nine that's good love to hear that yeah um how does this make you feel about james gunn leaving the mcu to go do dc it sucks but also dc needs a win DC needs someone. Um, And I think if Peacemaker is anything to base it off of, like he's going to do great with it. I, Um, I have high hopes. Yeah. Same here. Same here. And also like, I'm glad that he was at least able to finish his story in the MCU. It would have been such a ball buster. If the whole firing, the whole fiasco had gone on and he wasn't able to finish this movie yeah i agree with that um Mm -hmm. my final question where do you see the guardians fill in like like where do you see them come into play within the mcu moving forward um i think next time we figure out um what the eternals are up to i think we are going to have I can definitely see a character like um, Star Fox and what's the little troll that works with him. Oh, I am totally. Yeah, I I can't. I I can't remember his name. I could totally see them bouncing off the new Guardians like really well. I would love that. Um, And and you know they're they're all space people right now. Very cosmic. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. So, um, 
I don't have the list in front of you, but can I hear your answers for all of those lightning questions? Oh, yes. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, favorite character, Rocket. No, uh, oh, that's... Um, yeah, definitely. Definitely Rocket. Um, soundtrack. I don't know where it ranks among the other ones. That's mm-hmm. hard, because the first mm-hmm. one's really hard to beat, and then the second one does have a chain. This one, though... I've really enjoyed the acoustic cover of Creep, mm-hmm. uh, Crazy on You by Heart, when Adam makes his entrance. <laughs> that was sick. Mm-hmm. Um, Since You've Been Gone by Rainbow, In the Meantime Great by song. Space Hog. And then, see, some of them started playing, and I was like, hmm. Yeah, like this. This isn't hit, like, yeah. the ones that stand out really stand out, but the other mm-hmm. ones, I'm like, uh. And then Dog Days over Florence Machine. Yeah um those i was very very happy with they might be they might be like my least favorite of the soundtracks as well Mm. um this ranks with the other two guardians movies i think it's one and one and three volume two is definitely my least favorite of the three volume i'd have to see this one again yeah but it could be higher than the first one for me whoa i think i think it is but also recency bias you know i'm yeah i'm I'm no fool yeah i gotta take that into account (laughs) um i agree with you with james gunn i Mm -hmm. also i already said this ranks like very high overall yeah yeah maybe top five yeah so um, I agree with you, James Gunn. Though DC needs someone like that in there. Yeah, I am sad that he's gone though because mm-hmm. he's taken some. I mean, he just put out the best movie since Endgame, in my opinion. So, mm. um, yeah i I don't think we're gonna see the Guardians for a while. Yeah, but I think we will see them when the stakes are high with Kang. Right, like near a Secret Wars type. Yeah, definitely deal. Secret okay. Wars. We're gonna yeah. see everybody in their mind right. Secret Wars. Right. Um, but yeah, those are all my rapid fire nice. quick answers. Um, we went into this show saying we're gonna do it in an hour, and I think we've been on like for an hour and a half. Yep, that's, that's pretty good. Just about not bad, not bad for us, you know. That's 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 doable. Yeah. Um, before we hop off, I do want to have everyone's favorite podcast within a podcast. Oh, baby. What's popping? Um, this is going to be a real quick version, only exclusively about Guardians. Mm-hmm. The night we saw the movie, I went home and ordered <laughs> two like, Funko Pops. I need Funkos. <sighs> and the thing is, I've done I've done this before. Yeah, I, I don't even get... I only I got two Guardians pops, but I got two of the same character. <laughs> and like I can't just have because okay, okay. I'm gonna show you. No one at home will be able to see. Yeah. Just go Google Guardians of the listeners. Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah. Funko Pops if you want to see them. <laughs> You'll see them. But I got this rocket. Oh man, that's great. He's holding the zoom. So this is him in his Ravager suit. And he's holding the Zoom. And the Zoom really was a selling point for me on this one. <laughs> Like I saw that, I was like, "Oh, I have to add this one." Yeah. Um. So I got Rocket, as we know him, and then I got a little baby Rocket. 
Oh, he's so and cute, dude. He's so small and so cute. And he's just oh. looking at me all day while I'm working. I'm like, it's okay, buddy. Now um, we have a baby Groot and a baby Rocket. I have baby Groot up on the shelf. I don't, I felt weird putting them. I I I thought about putting them <laughs> yeah. next to each other. And I was like, this is weird. This is weird. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah. So that's what's popping with me right now. I got nice. baby Rocket. Adult Rocket. I love. I'm a sh- Rocket stand now. Oh man, they love and, Rocket, and they've got the Rocket one with like all the baby raccoons on top of him too. I will find that one. It's really cute, and I will have three Rockets. <laughs> I'm just gonna start collecting Rockets, like rockets. I collect the Captain Americas. Oh my gosh, you should. I need more Thors too. Yeah, I only have two. Two Technically three, if you're counting the mighty Thor. She is a Thor. I counted, but I was just I talking about counted. you know. Yeah, I was, I was, I was Thor Odinson. Just yeah. not like she definitely counts as Thor. Like I love her. Like everybody, relax. Okay, we need to. We need to go. <laughs> um. <clears throat> anyways, Colin, do you have any final thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three? Um, really satisfying ending to a lot of characters journeys that we've seen through what six films. Yeah. Six guardians, films. one, two, three yeah. infinity war and game and, and, I'm, and one holiday special one holiday special, and a little <laughs> yeah. a, a sprinkling in love and thunder. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And just, <laughs> I, I think, I think they wrapped a wrapped a nice bow on a lot of, characters and it was really heartfelt and super emotional um, yeah but I, i'm right there with you this was so satisfying and i've said it a billion times i'm gonna say it again like it was so clear how much everyone cared about this movie yes yeah and how much everyone cared about the characters and how much coming back and making this all together meant to everyone so and it came through in the movie and you love to see that. I've said this on the show before, but say what you will about big corporations, but those people making the movies are so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And like that, I don't know. It makes me so happy to see, you know, these, these creatives who are just like in love with what they do and they make something amazing. It's so satisfying to watch. Yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, Hey, all you listeners out there, <laughs> if you like what, you- yeah, I'm talking to you. <laughs> if you like what you heard, um, please go give us a follow on Instagram at Donut Squad Radio, all one word, Donut Squad Radio. If you're listening on any of the popular podcatchers uh, like Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or we're we're on most things now, but mm-hmm. please do us a favor hit that follow button, leave a review. Um, five stars only, no four and a half. <laughs> Can't do nothing less. Can't do four and a half. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, please do that. It helps. Um, please share with anyone who you think might get a little, a little, a little laugh, a little happiness from listening to us. Um, we love doing this and it's very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is, you know, what it is to us. It's a, it's a fun thing. It's a fun outlet for us. Um, we'd love to share that with as many people as we can. Um, but that's all I got. 
That's all I got. That's all Colin, we got. What do you want from me? What else do you want? Hey, man, you gave me more than enough. Hey, I man. can't ask for more. Shh. Whatever. So um, <laughs> up next, we got uh, we got to go talk about Mando. We got to talk about we a gotta few talk things. About, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, we didn't talk about Mando. No, 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 no. We will. We got to do that. Um, we will do that. But uh, hey, uh, from Donut Squad Radio, I'm Adrian. And I'm Colin. Donut Squad out.